Blog Talk Radio. Dr. Veronica Anderson is an MD, and for her that means many dimensions. She's a surgeon, a mother, a black belt, and a two-time marathon runner, here to talk to you about your health, your happiness, and your world. It's wellness for the real world with Dr. Veronica. Hi, it's Wellness for the Real World again, bringing you some interesting topics tonight. I wanted to be able for people to figure out different ways to evaluate their life and what's going on. And so you can go to a psychologist and you can read books and all that other type of thing. But there are strategies out there for figuring out what is the best life path that I should pursue? What's my true calling? How do we figure out, am I going in the right direction? How do I make changes? So I brought an interesting mix of guests here tonight. One lady we've had on previously, and she talked about numerology. During our job show, you might have heard her. And she was so fascinating. Everybody was out with their pencil and paper, and other people told me they listened to it. And I wanted to bring her back. So we have her on, and she's going to talk about that. We also have a special public service announcement. When I find interesting products or services, I want to bring them to my audience. And so I have a gentleman on that has a really interesting, timely product or service that we're going to talk about tonight. Um, And has to do with health, but in a way that makes it fun and interesting. This is something that you're going to find quite delightful. I also have on the line someone, another lady, who helps people design their destiny. And we're going to talk about how do you actually design your destiny. It's pretty exciting to think that you can do that. Most people walk through life believing that whatever happens just happens And that's just the end of it, and that's what you have to settle for. Well, guess what? There's those of us out there who believe that we can have say over and control over what happens in our life, and therefore there are strategies for doing this. Now, this lady has actually helped people who are downtrodden, women who are downtrodden, um, really redesign their path and move into such a better place that she's been hailed by some very famous names for her work. Um, She's a math person, a numbers person, so I know she's also going to enjoy our numerology section, but she's going to bring you something very delightful. So let me just say this. I want to say hello to my co-host, Russell. I know he's over there hustling. You guys always like to hear from Russell. Russell's over there. Hi, Russell. Hi, my co-host, Veronica. You know, I always like to listen. <laughs> well, you also like to talk. So Yeah, well, we're we like beating a, that out of these. Yeah. <laughs> we have such an interesting group of guests today. You've had the chance to correspond with them all. Just make your commentary about what you feel the audience is in for tonight. Well, you know, <laughs> it's interesting as I as I was looking at what we have tonight, I I um uh, this is truly one of the more potpourri shows that we've done I think <laughs> we're we're not without a theme there certainly is a theme but um it's uh it's it's loose and then we have a total wild card thrown in at the top so I think it's kind of fun Yes I decided I want to switch it up and and go in a different direction so let's try and see what happens. The last time we did that I think the audience heard um it was very well listened to was when we did the job show and we just decided go 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 go. Uh-huh. Uh, right we're we're killing ourselves trying to make unity out of all of you so we give up. <laughs> just go be yourselves. Yes. <laughs> yeah. This we have a few things that are off the beaten trail but they're interesting to listen to. So why don't we get started with our first guest? I think that's a great idea. Our first guest is named Benjamin Sherman, and uh, his office is on Fifth Avenue in New York City. And to um, express to you what a num-num I am, I said, Ben Sherman, are you related to Ben Sherman, the tobacconist on Fifth Avenue? And he said, uh, no, Russell, that's Nat Sherman. 
So this Benjamin Sherman is the founder of Say It With a Condom, yeah, which is a company which makes custom condoms, including for our upcoming political races. Benjamin Sherman, you're on Wellness for the Real World. Hey, Russell and Dr. Veronica, thank you so much for having me on. Hi, Benjamin. I saw your product and felt it was so Oh, we still there? I'm here. Okay, so custom condoms. First of all, I'm an advocate for sex. Oh, can you hear me? The signal is Hi there. Hi there, Benjamin. Benjamin, I can hear you. Um, Veronica, we can't hear you. Veronica, we can't hear you, so Veronica, hang up and uh, call in on our guest line, would you? I'll put you right on. And um, meantime, Ben, tell us about uh, your condoms. How long have you been doing this? Well, say with the condom, is about eight months old. Uh, it was really a continuation of my first company, Practice Safe Policy, which was the company that created the original Obama condom back in 2008 to take advantage of the most heated political campaign and election that we had ever seen in this generation. Uh, so after selling over a million Obama condoms and shipping them to over 62 different countries, uh, we wow. wanted other individuals to have the opportunity to create their own custom condom packaging. So we created Say It With a Condom. Uh-huh. Interesting. Now, if I have some really clever idea, like for a family reunion or something that I want to put on a condom, what's the smallest order I can make? Uh, we've done orders as small as 25 pieces uh, for customers, uh, and these typically range from bachelorette parties, weddings, uh, birthday savers, uh, people that are just looking to get a good laugh uh, and, and have something that's personalized mm. that might not be a pen or, you know, something well, else that's commonplace. Yeah, you see there, Ben, here you and I are different again. For me, a party where 25 condoms get used is a large party. <laughs> oh, that's called an orgy, Russell. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry, there I go again. Uh. <laughs> uh, but, yes, uh, you know, we, we have a lot of fun. People have uh, all sorts of interesting messages to say on the cover of the condom, uh, whether it's um, from doing something for a, a bar or a nightclub that says, uh, you know, thank you, please come again. We've worked with, uh, you know, Internet security firms that they've been penetrated, and they use the condom as a message of safety. And, of course, we have our political condom line, uh, you know, the Obama condom. Uh, this year, you know, we felt that he's broken a few of his promises since he was elected in 08. So we did an Obama condom that says won't break as easily as his promises. And, of course, his, uh, you, know, his, uh, you know, his nemesis in this election, uh, you know, Mitt Romney, he picks one position to another. Uh, and we came up with a condom for him that says uh, great for any position. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a comfortable feeling, I'm sure. Um, now, I also uh, I also was looking at your stuff. Uh, uh, for John McCain, you had old but not expired. Great. Those are wrinkles uh, for her pleasure, actually. Uh, and they are oh, AARP. Oh, had wrinkles? <laughs> yeah, well, That's you great. know, I mean, most condoms either have ribs or studs, but McCain is so old, his condoms have wrinkles. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, well, I think we have Dr. Veronica. <laughs> The amazing, yeah. incredible Dr. Veronica back with us. Yes, well, we have to go with some technical difficulties sometimes. So I was telling Russell about that before the show and telling one of my guests that I was having some technical difficulties. Mm-hmm. But on we go, and Russell's such a trooper well, in this. I appreciate it. So she, I'm she gonna told zoom. me about it. She didn't tell me she was going to demo it for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Russell, um, I'm going to allow you to finish this portion of the interview with Benjamin Sherman and then jump in since I haven't been able to hear. Go ahead, Russell. Well, I just have to share with you, Veronica, he, he just told us the John McCain condom last time around said, old but not expired on its package. And the condom had wrinkles for her pleasure. <laughs> So, so I have to ask: Do do we have the Barack Obama and the Mitt Romney condoms? Can ben? you hear me? Yes. yes. Uh, we we do have. Did you say do we have the Barack Obama condom? Uh huh. 
Yes, of course. So we have multiple different Obama condoms. Uh, you know, the first and original was used with good judgment, and that was a complete play on uh, Obama's uh, campaign promise uh, that it was the judgment to lead and not the experience that matters. So we took that to the realm of condoms. Then, you know, his also he also talked a lot about hope, and we figured out that hope really isn't a form of protection. So what we try to do is we try to take sayings that the candidates themselves say or positions that they take and actually intertwine that with the protection of a condom. And how about the Mitt Romney condom? Do we have one of those? Actually, the, the, the Romney condoms are fantastic. Uh, even poor people can afford them. They're priced so low. And it's definitely one safety net that doesn't have any holes, Doc. Uh, and the, the Romney <laughs> condom, uh, the Romney, you know, after doing this for, for so many years, I still laugh at my own jokes. Uh, the Romney condom is great for any position, and they're also great if you don't want to settle uh, with your <laughs> partner. <laughs> I got it. So tell us where, if someone's interested in getting one of these fabulous political condoms, where can they go get it? Well, you can go to two places. Uh, you can go to sayitwithacondom.com. We offer same-day shipping if you purchase before 3 p.m. Or Spencer Gift. Uh, we are sold at all 700 Spencer Gift stores around the nation, uh, and you can pick up uh, the condoms there. Fabulous. Center gifts and say it with a condom dot com. Thank you, Benjamin. Exactly. Thank you, Benjamin. It's funny. Awesome. Thank you guys. Have a wonderful evening. Thank you. We will. Bye. And I think our next guest will help us do that. Uh she has been with us before and we were just fascinated with her and wanted her back. Her name is Dr. Felicia Bender. She is the author of a book called Redesign Your Life, and she is a practical numerologist. Felicia Bender, you're on Wellness for the Real World. Hi. Well, hello. Hi, Russell. Hi, Dr. Veronica. How are you? I'm great, Felicia. Thank you for coming back on the show. Now, last well, time, I'm just going to review. Last time we were talking about can we use strategies such as numerology to figure out what our correct career path is if we want to be an entrepreneur or get a job. But I want to go back and tell the audience what numerology is before we go into more depth about it. Okay, well, numerology is basically the science of numbers, and it's about 2,500 years old, at least the Western uh, numerology that we use here. And it was founded by Pythagoras, and he did – he did the Pythagorean theorem and all that all that other stuff if you've heard of that and basically it's the idea that numbers carry with it a vibration and and also people uh carry that vibration with them it's kind of like when you meet someone and you really connect with them and you don't know why it is that vibratory influence and he was talking about he basically said that numbers carry with them a meaning and an influence and they happen uh whether we know it or not so it's kind of like your cell phone reception or gravity or the cloud or anything like that, it actually is operating even if you don't know it is. Yes. So I'm just going to share with the audience how how do you actually calculate your particular number. So let's go over that again. Everybody get your pencil and paper ready because after we go over that, I'm going to tell you what my number is and what my husband's number is, and you can comment on that too. But tell us how do we calculate our number. Okay, well, and, and you have to know a little disclaimer up front that there are several uh, numbers that do make up your whole numerological chart, but if you're to know one number out of everything in numerology, your life path number, which is what we're going to calculate now, is the one that you should know. And the reason is is because it, ba- it is telling you what, you, uh, what your basic, what your core mission is in life, and it also points out kind of tendencies and obstacles that you'll experience throughout your life and it really points to what you're going to need to feel happy and most satisfied and so I'll go over how you calculate that so everyone get your pens out and uh, you take your full birth date okay so let's use August 14th 1963 just as an example so you take that and you write down 8 for August 14. 1963. Now, you can't do it like you write a check or something and, and leave the 19 out, uh, you know, and just put 63. You have to put all four numbers of the year. So then what you do is you just add it together like a simple math problem, like a, an arithmetic problem you did in grammar school. So you go 8 
plus four, uh, plus, excuse me, eight, let me start over, eight, plus one, plus four, plus one, plus nine, plus six, plus three, and that gives us a number of 32. Okay, now what you have to know about numerology is that we go, th- the numbers that we talk about in numerology basically are one through nine, so we always have to digit down to a one-digit number. So if you get a two-digit number, you, you have to continue digiting down. So with the 32, you would take that and add it together again. So the three plus the two equals five. So if you had this birth date, your life path number would be a number five. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Okay. So now, um, once you figure out your number, there's your life, that's the life path number, and we realize this is only one of those. There are different Correct. characters to each number, such as what? So, for instance, I will let you know I calculated my number based on my birth date, and I'm a number six. I calculate yes. my husband based on his birthday, and he's a number nine. So why don't uh-huh. our, with the six and the nine, and us as a couple, to explain to the audience different types of information that you would know about someone based on their birthday and the type of information you'd know about relationships based on the pairing of some numbers together. Because you did you, one thing I will tell the audience that uh, Felicia wrote an email to me. I said, I'm a six, my husband's a nine. And she said, that's a good pairing. <laughs> yes. You are then, a good You're, a na- you're what we would call a thing. natural match. Yes. Natural match, and that's a beautiful thing because what I started to do, and I'm thinking maybe I'm wrong, maybe three sixes and nines go together or something like that. And then what I did is I went down to, we are both in our second marriage. I went back and calculated my ex-husband's number and his ex-wife's number and realized Oh, I love that, it. Yes, and then realized <laughs> that one was a five and one was an eight. <laughs> and I Ooh. said, well, five and eight Ooh. don't sound like they go with six or nine. And they, so they maybe don't. this and you're, was the issue. You are so astute, Veronica. You get a gold star already. I don't even need to be here because you already know intuitively what this is. Because actually, I'll start with that. Your natural match number as a six is a three, a six, or a nine. And the reason is is because all of those numbers are are creative numbers. The three, the six, and the nine are always creating stuff. And so you actually just have a natural synergy together. That doesn't mean that you, you know, that doesn't mean that you're going to love every three, six, or nine, or that you know, if you're if you're married, that you won't separate, you know, just because you have a matching number. It's just that because there, as we all know, many many other influences in our lives uh, that that uh, take precedence, and yet that is one of the reasons why you were attracted to each other. And yet the interesting thing is that your former your former spouses were a five and an eight. And I can see how you had this immediate sort of, you probably had this amazing, ravenous sort of physical attraction to those people, right, initially. Initially, but then it was gone, and that was the end of it all. (laughs) Fizzled fizzled quickly, yes, because, so let's go back to to you as a a six uh, life path, because you, Veronica, and I would love to know actually if you got a 33 before you digited down your number. Ooh, Do you, you, I can't I don't know if you remember. remember. Because <laughs> there are some there are some master numbers and just from the little I know about you because you know uh I from from your Facebook posts and from from all of the uh the amazing accomplishments that you would have I would almost bet money that you're a 33 six because that that is a master vibration it is a it and what that means is is that it it carries with it more potential it's a very spiritually based number any of the master numbers which include 11 22 33 and 44 those those anyone out there who's doing their own numbers and finding a double digit you're what's called a master path you you have this higher potential and that you also have greater more intense challenges and the the the, the master path uh, life paths are very intense, just just um, by the nature by the by the nature of who they, of what it is. So all of the stuff that you're doing kind of reminds me of someone who who can't sit still. Okay, <laughs> you <laughs> and got it. A, yeah, and so that's a master path.
path, but it, but the sixth life path is what I would call the nurturer, and the it, you are you are a person who is such a nurturing presence. You are very very um, responsible. You've been responsible all your life. I mean, Veronica, do people ask you for for advice even though you don't know who they are or yes. that that kind of thing? Yes, probably all your life, right? Yes. Yes, so you you have this, the, the sixth life path is a very magnetic number. It attracts a lot of people uh, because you, you are often very physically uh, beautiful people because you love beauty, actually. You will cultivate beauty in, in whatever capacity that you can. It's also a, a quite a visionary number where you can see the bigger picture in, in, in life, and you don't really understand that, that most people can't. So it's a little bit frustrating because you're like, can't you see, you know, this and no, and no other people can't. Um, so it's also the, the the downside or the flip side to it is that you can, and we all always have to understand that that our life path has an optimal uh, quality to it, and then we have the destructive. Uh, tendencies or the you know the positives and negatives and that's why it's called a life path because it really takes you a lifetime to master all of this stuff uh, it's not just like a weekend work workshop you know that you can that you can get it all done it's something that is going to be a, a perpetual uh, a lifelong process and so one of the things that you might experience is are you a perfectionist yes <laughs> yeah, yes. you are. You are a perfectionist, and you have that incessant voice in in your head. Or six life paths, when they're working a little bit on that, on that destruct with the destructive tendencies. If you're really in that arena, you guys can be really self righteous. You think you know the right way that everybody should be doing things, and that you're not shy about telling them. And you get really frustrated with people when they when they're not when they're not doing what they you know what you think they should be doing, and and yet you are also this person who should be uh, uh, owning your own business. You don't really take instructions well from others. You know you're not you're not a good employee. <laughs> Let's put it that way. And so. You know, those are the basic things about a six, but you, you know, you can, the the things that you can accomplish are absolutely amazing. I mean, some of the, some of our visionary writers um, um, have been six life paths. Um, you, it's a very, it's a very uh, flexible and expansive sort of number. And then if we look at your husband, who is a well, nine. Well, let me just give you one piece yes. of information because you were asking was I a 33 and no, I was a 24. Okay. All right. So, the just give me that piece then, of Okay, the 24 to me and then I would do and see if you have like a hidden one somewhere and there are different ways to do that. I I go over that in my book a little bit, but the 2 and the 4 kind of indicate to me, uh, you know, knowing numerology a bit that you have that uh you are a very the 2 is all about service, all about being meet the mediator, balance and harmony and love. It's all about love. And the four is a is a hard worker and a teacher. So when you have those influences on your six, that kind of gives you the flavor that you have um with with how you approach things. Yes, well I'm gonna I what the lady who's our next guest is a fabulous lady and actually a friend of mine. So when she comes on, she's going to have to comment on what she knows about me and if you were right on there. Um, okay. But let me, let me, just before we go on to the next part in the relationship, if people want to know their life number, once they calculate their life number, where can they go to hear about it? Because I know you have that on your website. Where is that? Absolutely. You can go to FeliciaBender.com. So that's F E L. I C I A Bender B E N D E R dot com and you can go up to the uh navigation bar and it says free gift. If you just put in the code thank you that just one word thank you you can uh get in there and it sh it it will share with you a reminder of how to calculate your number to make sure you have it correctly and then there's a 5 to 8 minute audio file there of me telling you the basics of of what your life path number means for you. Yes, and, and I'll let the audience know when Felicia was on before, she said, I'm going to send you a book. And it got messed up in the mail, 
and I've been <laughs> looking in the mail like every day for this book until she sent me the email and said, oh, my God, I messed up part of your address and it came back to me. So I yeah. know everybody else is thinking about that. Tell us the name of your book for people who are interested in getting it. It's called Redesign Your Life, Using Numerology to Create the Wildly Optimal You. You can get that on Amazon or you can also get that through my website. Yes, and anybody who's on Blog Talk Radio can go in our radio show, and we always have the books posted there of our guests. So if you go on the Blog Talk Radio under Wellness for the Real World, you'll be able to click and get Felicia's book also. So let's go on to talk about relationships, because Mm -hmm. I said I'm a six, my husband's a nine, my previous husband was an eight. Let's talk about how numbers can work together. And first of all, when we listened to the nine, it was something, it was very interesting listening to the nine because there was something about their spiritual quality and all that other type of stuff that I thought was interesting about the nine. So go into the it nine is. for anybody out there that's a nine. Well, anyone out there who's a nine, and uh, I would love to meet your husband because actually my significant other is also a nine, and uh, they are what they are what I would consider the humanitarian. It's almost as though because nine in numerology is the number of completion. It's almost as though the nine life path is here to to master all of the all of the optimal qualities of all the other numbers as well. You know, they all kind of fit into the nine. And so they, the, the humanitarian uh, is, is the core of the nine. They are very dynamic people. They can be very creative and artistic. The, the caveat to the nine is that often their life is full of, of loss. And it's all about learning how to let go. I mean, I talk about it. I don't know if you uh, if you watched the movie, the the Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Did you see that one with Brad Pitt? I did not, but I've heard a lot about it. It, it the Nine Life Path reminds me of the of the main character that Brad Pitt plays. It's kind of this this it, because in in the movie he starts out as as an old man as an infant, and then as he grows he he becomes young again. And it's this um, it's really a fascinating story about how he experiences all of these things in life and kind of this it, he he really commits to everything and yet he lets it go as soon as it, he loves fiercely and lets it go and he experiences things and lets it go and that is really the optimal for that nine life path i mean mother uh, Mother Teresa was a nine I believe Gandhi was a nine those are the extremes of that spiritual humanitarian sort of energy and yet that, um, you know, the nine can also be an excellent businessman or businesswoman. They they can be very philanthropic. I mean, at the core of what is important to them is is giving to to people and and making making the world a better place. And you know, the downside to it is that often the nine, how to put it, they they're. They don't listen very well. They 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 like to they like to they like to preach rather than listen. You know, is I I'm not going I'm not going to ask you if your husband is like that because I want the door to be unlocked when you go home tonight. <laughs> but you know, it's that nine life path can get very opinionated about things, and they're they're not they're not the best listeners in the world. They like to tell rather than listen. So those are the wow. basics for them. So um, I'm looking at it in terms of, okay, now we're married, but also how does this relate if it's like my parent or a child? How The six and the nine going together or just any two numbers going together, what are we to look like? You said six and nine go together well. So what what would you look at? The three, six, and nine are natural matches. Now, if you are, let's go over for everybody out there who's got their numbers in front of them. So if you're a one, a five or a seven, those are what I would say are mind numbers. They are always thinking. And those are people who, you know, have trouble sleeping most of the time. Uh, Their minds are always, always going. And they're people who uh, are natural matches together. And then we said the three, three, six, and nine are the creative numbers. And the two, the four, and the eight are business numbers. And they're always (laughs) taking care of business, okay? But the two is taking care of the business of love. The four is taking care of the business of security, and the eight is taking care of the business of money. My ex was an eight, and you pegged him perfectly. 
There we go. There we go. We could talk. We'll have to have coffee sometime and talk about it because yes, the eight the eight life path is a pretty relentless one, actually, in my in in my experience. So 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 let's talk about this. What happens if you are matched with someone who? I mean, with him, well, you, there were no the synergies weren't there, obviously, and you can see yes. why now. But what do you do when you're in this situation? You don't necessarily want to leave the relationship. There are people out there right. saying, "Oh my gosh, I'm with someone who our numbers aren't a match." Then what? Then what? Then the, the the really cool thing is, in my opinion, is that just having the knowledge about who they are, what what their core mission is, and what their big challenges are, gives you a window to step back and be more compassionate and to detach a bit from where you might get hooked in. Because if you know what you're here for and what your and what your issues are, according to numerology, those deep core issues, and you know what, what uh your partner is, then you can maybe you can maybe um you know you can step back and actually see things in a in a deeper more profound way i don't mean to be corny and yet let's use an example so i have uh i i have a father for instance who's who's actually a match number for me he is my number and yet i can see the ways in which he has been really challenged with the with the with the challenging aspects of, of of the number in which and the ways in which I you know he and I don't don't get get along in certain ways in in certain certain circumstances and so just just my knowledge allows me to actually kind of forgive myself for not for not you know I'm like why isn't this working. And if I can forgive myself, forgive him, and just have an understanding of a, a broader stroke about why, what, what his, what his deal is, and why he's here, and why he's struggling, it just makes it uh, easier to do. Now, if you're in a marriage, again, it, it just allows you um, a window into into their struggles that that maybe just get, gives you an opportunity to to love them for who they are rather than who you want them to be. If that makes sense. So, is this the numerology is something that can explain why maybe a parent likes one of their children better than the other. And I know people say, I love my yeah. children all the same, but that's just ridiculous yep. to say that. You feel differently about every person on the earth. So talk Absolutely. a little bit about, you talked about your father being the same number, but how does this play right. out in parent-child and or sibling relationships? Oh, it totally plays out. Um, I I have I have a daughter who is a seven life path. She's a challenge number to me. We adore each other and we love each other, but there have been some rocky some rocky moments uh, because of choices that she's made and that sort of thing. And yet, when I when I can really key into uh, her her number and what it means and what she's doing. Um, even if I feel that it's destructive and something I don't, you know, approve of as a parent, I can see why she's doing it, and I can see that it is her experience. The really nice thing about about this, Veronica, is that you can actually detach yourself as a parent and go, you know what, we're the caretakers for these little souls who come in, and wouldn't it be fascinating to think that they chose us for a reason, and that reason and that reason may may be you know may may not be pleasant in the way that we think that it should be and yet it, we are all part of each other's life path and what and an example I'll use is if you're a 4 or an 8 one of the one of the primary um issues and a 9 actually are some severe family wounds those are things that those numbers really have come here to process. So you've got to have a family that is going to wound you to do that. And so in, in, mm. in some ways you can start thanking them for being your best teachers. Very and if interesting. You can, yeah, and if you can start taking the challenges that, that and, and not be demolished by those but become strong and become more resilient and become really who you are, uh, that what a big gift that they've given you um, yes. for that. 
and it's interesting. I just want to share with the audience. My my husband, being this very private person, has me on the other side talking about everything. But hey, that's what makes life interesting. And I just want to mm-hmm. share, though, he was in a situation in his youth where he was separated from his mother at the age of nine. His father mm-hmm. took him and his older brothers and sisters to another country um, for the summer, and then kept them. And he was wow. unable to see his mother again until he was twenty nine. So from 9 to 29, he did not see his mother. And we can talk about how that happened. Um, And his father actually told him at one point that he would never talk to him again if he saw his talk to his mother. He doesn't know why this happened particularly, why the father took this stance. Um, But as you can imagine what it must be like, although he doesn't talk about it a whole lot, when you're a 9-year-old kid to not see your mother again, what it must feel like. So that's just, if you talk about family wounds, you have a yes. father on one hand, then there's a stepmother involved, and then there's mother who is quite separated from, uh, of, of, for years. And I, I will let you, let the audience know that one beautiful thing about us marrying again, and we actually had two weddings, is he <laughs> time to spend with his mother after he had not seen her since, since he, we saw her in June, it had been 12 years. Um, wow. His 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 ex spouse and daughter would travel and see their family overseas, but he was here working and unable to visit his family because the funds and everything were not available. So uh, I have come into the life at this point and said, I insisted every year you're going to see your family. <laughs> Good for you. Um, Good for I just you. said, I, I don't yeah. care what it costs and how we do it. You need to be able to be with your family just like everybody else can be with their family. So uh, when we look at how our lives have ended up, when you talk six and nine and together, I feel like we were joined together for a reason. Um, yes. And I am the caretaker and the overseer, and and there are issues where he has deprived himself and mm-hmm. been very humanitarian, and other parties have used let's let's put it in positive terms use that to their his their benefit, but it was detrimental to him. And I said, exactly. no, we're not doing that anymore. We're we're changing this equation. <laughs> yeah. Felisa, tell us again where people can go and get this information. Tell us your book again, where people can go get more information about their life number. And I can't, I got to tell everybody, I can't wait to get the rest of the book because it's all so fascinating that I just got to know the rest of the story about me. So exactly, and it, it is in the it is in the mail. It should be there. I would love for it to arrive in your mailbox tomorrow morning, since we've spoken about it. But the book is is titled "Redesign Your Life: Using Numerology to Create the Wildly Optimal You." Uh, you can get that at Amazon.com. You can go to my website, which is FeliciaBender.com, and you can get it there as well. Ah, okay. So now, Russell. Felicia, I appreciate all that. Russell is going to come on and introduce our next guest because I want to leave enough time because she has an interesting story and topic, too, that will go with this one. We'll, you'll see. Russell? You know, you're right, Veronica. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Our next guest name is Mary A. Malloy, and she is an author herself. Her book is entitled, um, I'm sorry, Design Your Own Destiny. Life Planning for the 21st Century, which should already be out on Amazon and in bookstores. Mary, welcome to Wellness for the Real World. Mary, are Mary, you, are you there? there? Yes, I'm here. Can you, Can you hear me? Yeah, there we good. go. Hello. Hi, Mary. I can hear you. Mary, how are you? I'm very well. How are you, Veronica? Dr. Veronica. Um, I'm so fabulous and excited to talk to you about your new book. And so let me just tell tell everybody a little bit about your background so we can understand where you came from, because you have an interesting life path, too, to this Design Your Own Destiny. Go ahead. Tell us a little bit about well, Yay Malloy. Thank you very much. Um, I started out as a business person, and I was the first woman to sell computers for IBM in the New York Garment District. Um, but actually, I have a math background. I was a math major. I taught uh, junior high, high school, and college math. Um, I had three pregnant 12-year-olds when I taught in a rural ghetto in upstate New York and decided that life was more than 
a bunch of kids. You know, it was very, very difficult because they didn't want to be in the class. So uh, now I work with big kids. Um, so as a business person, um, I've traveled all around the world and actually have worked with 11,000 people in 39 countries. Um, and I work with corporations like Microsoft, Motorola, Hewlett-Packard, companies like that. And um, now I uh, work with people in all kinds of paths in their life, from their business plans to their life plans. Are you there? Veronica? Hello? Dr. Veronica? Dr. Well, Veronica. we see the lost Dr. Veronica again. So here am I, her slightly chestier voice and sister. <laughs> <laughs> so Mary that's yes, very so. interesting I was just listening there you were the first um, woman to sell computers for IBM in the garment district that's uh, yes. that's that's really quite a uh, you know that's almost like a first walk on the moon well it was quite challenging at the time that's for absolute sure uh, you know it's really funny because uh, as I approach life I look at life from the point of view of um, how do we get to where we want to go, whether it's a business or a person? It's uh, the logic of trying to achieve whatever it is that's going on in your heart and your mind. And so um, my math background allowed me to use that um, in business and in personal life to go where I wanted to go. Yes, well, I'm going to comment because I got back on. Mary, um, you had an interesting life, and I don't know if you shared this while I was dialing back in, but you had um, the death of your spouse occur, and that really impacted your whole life where you felt like, I'm not going to make it. I just feel so miserable. Talk a bit about that. Um, my husband, Michael, and I met while we were both in IBM, and um I was 12 years younger than Michael, and Michael was my best friend. He was my husband and also my business partner. We ultimately went into business together. So we were together 30 years. We were married 28 together for 30. Um, six years ago, Michael died of esophageal cancer, and uh, he had had a lung disease six years before that. So it was quite a long situation for Michael where his health was going downhill. Um, because we were so tied together, 24 hours a day in our business life, in our work life, in our love life, in our marriage, in our kids. Michael's death threw me for the hardest loop that I've ever gone through in my life where I basically had to say, do I really want to be here? And in truth, I kept saying, do I really want to be in this world or do I, I, want, I, wanted, I just didn't want to be here? Uh, I had to make a choice. I had to make the decision. You know, if somebody, if somebody is unhappy enough, Believe, believe it or not, they can leave. And um, I had to make the decision that I was going to stay. And ultimately it came to that decision. I need to stay. I have work to do and made the decision to stay here and to thrive. And you and Michael wrote another book that was a bestseller together. Tell us a little bit about that because it's a great book. Yeah. We, we wrote a business bestseller called uh, The Buck Starts Here, Profit-Based Sales and Marketing Made Easy. Um, and, yes, it was a business bestseller. Um, as I said, we, I was basically worked with over 11,000 people in 39 countries between our business planning and our life planning. And so um, because of that, uh, I've written with corporations over $4 billion in business plans with them. Wow. So now you are now helping people redesign their destiny, and you've had some interesting experiences working with very, very downtrodden people. Why don't you tell us about that? Yeah. So what happened was is in 2003 I was asked to speak to 25 homeless women in Manchester, New Hampshire. And uh, if you were suddenly faced with uh, saying, hey, you have the opportunity to speak to 25 homeless people, what would you say to them? I mean, you can't say keep a stiff upper lip because that's absolutely ridiculous. So I thought, you know, I need to create something for them. I need to create something that will get them from here to there, wherever there is for them. And um, as I was creating this tool, and I took my business planning methodology and I applied spirituality and metaphysics, and I came up with a life planning methodology, I realized that no matter who the human being is, the most important part of life is that we have to focus on balance. We have to start with our own balance in life and see if we're in balance or out of balance. 
whether you're homeless or you're not homeless, it doesn't matter. Are you in balance or are you out of balance? Figure out your balance point, see if you are in or out, and then figure out how to bring yourself to balance and move yourself forward. So I took um, eight homeless women, and within six months, five of the eight were no longer were no longer homeless. And everybody went, oh, my gosh, you're on to something. Um, this, that was nine years ago. And since then, I've done hundreds of life plans for people all over the world. Um, and as it turns out, I'm going to actually go in and do plans for eight more homeless women uh, in the next three days. Now, you work with somebody very famous um, now or have consulted with somebody very famous who absolutely loves, loves, loves this work that you're doing now. So why don't you share a little bit about that experience? Oh, thank you. Well, I'm working with Stedman Graham. Um, Stedman Graham is a powerhouse. Um, he is uh, – people know Stedman through Oprah, and um, Stedman and Oprah are, uh, have had a relationship for a long time, uh, 25 years. But, it's, but, but Stedman in his own right is a very powerful person. He is quiet, and yet when he speaks, you need to listen because gems and pearls of wisdom just come out of his mouth. And so he's been working with me because he said he believes in me and believes in what I'm doing. And so he's been working with me and helping me on my book, and he's endorsed um, my business planning, uh, my life planning methodology. And I, I was just like, whoa, whoa, that's sort of a really big endorsement because this is a man um, who, like you said, in his own right has seen and helped a lot of people, but also because of the woman that he's in a relationship has also seen a lot of um, stuff. So when you get an endorsement from somebody like that, it's just not like only your next-door neighbor saying, oh, I think that's good. So I, I, where, I know that there's a place that people can go to start trying to figure out whether they're in or out of balance. So share that with us just so the audience has that information up front and where they can get the book. Oh, yes, please. Thank you. Well, if you go on my website, which is Mary, and it's M-A-R-Y, and then A, and then Malloy, and that's M-O-L-L-O-Y, MaryAMalloy.com, if you go on there, you'll see that there's actually a free life balance self-help test that you can take, and it's a really fun, interactive test. So go on my website, take the free test, see where you are in terms of your own balance point. Um, Then you can go more into more depth on your own balance point and then create your own life plan. Um, Design Your Own Destiny um, is on Amazon. It's on Barnes & Noble. It's on IndieBound, which is a whole bunch of independent bookstores and booksellers. Um, So it's available through my website as well. Um, and Design Your Own Destiny really helps someone to create the life of their dreams. It really helps you to formulate and create based on who you are and where you are right now, where you want to go and how do I get there. I know you were on the phone or on the line listening to Dr. Felicia Bender. Did you learn anything about yourself and your uh, past, your husband had passed away and your current life based on listening to her? Yes, I was actually laughing because um, uh, I'm five, so I'm a thinker. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, that's a math major. But I have to tell you that the creativity, what happens is, in, and that's part of what I do in my life, is the creative and just create. My husband, Michael, that died is a one. He also was a thinker. Um, I, she was talking about one, five, and seven being thinkers. And my husband, Paul, I'm remarried and to a wonderful, wonderful man, and I'm so blessed, and he's a psychiatrist. Uh, my husband, Paul, is a three. He's creative. So I was uh, listening and uh, enjoying what was being said, uh, and I, I, yes, I think that some of it is valid. It's uh, very cool, very interesting, and extremely fun. Yeah, I thought that you, you Miss Numbers, would love the numbers thing going on. <laughs> I love numbers. I love numbers. I, please, please, for your audience, you don't have to love numbers to use my methodology, okay? Yeah, numbers it's interesting because, because Mary's, like, really into numbers, but she has this book that's very practical and spiritual, um, but not so spiritual Spiritual that you get off into the woo-woo. She's, the, the book really 
helps you figure out where am I in or out of balance and how do I get where I want to go. Uh, and that's why I said I wanted to have you on because I like the numerology so people can figure out, okay, well, maybe this helps me figure out who I am, but now I'm having issues. And so how do I figure out how to solve these issues and get on the right path? And that's why I actually put Mary on with Dr. Felicia Bender because that was my thinking about the show. So, Mary, thank you for going with my eclectic thinking, and Dr. Bender, thank you for going with my eclectic thinking. So I want to tell, I like to tell people my thought process behind putting certain guests together. So, Mary, what would you, you find, you, you've been working with groups of people like nurses, and nurses being healers and caretakers, you have, um, some experience. So for people out there who are healers and caretakers, talk about the balance in their lives and some of the type of strategies that you would recommend based on your life balance planning. Uh, yes, absolutely. I do work with nurses. I work with uh, any any different kind of job that you're looking at that's particularly a stressful job, but it doesn't even have to be a stressful job. Everyone has work. We generally tend to have our work lives and our personal lives. And the question you have to ask yourself is, are you in balance in your work life and in your personal life? And sometimes the things that affect your work life come over and affect your personal life. And what's going on in your personal life, nine out of ten times might be affecting your work life. happens all the time. So when we look at it, we look at the balance between those two lives in a person's life and see if that also is in balance. Um, we have created, now I don't know if you know, uh, Dr. Veronica, that October is National Work-Life Balance Month. It's, um, and that's so cool because we named October 17th as National Work-Life Balance Day. And in that day, on October 17th, if um, anyone goes on uh, www.nationalworklifebalanceday.com, you can actually see that we're going to be having some webinars around balance in life, uh, balance in work life, and balance in personal life. And I'll be showing the tool of balance in life uh, in the webinar so that anybody that wants to join can actually use the tool and join in with me, and I'll show them how the tool can be applied to their lives. Ah, that's great. So October, on the date of October 17th, this is going to happen? Yes, October 17th of this year, and it's going to happen at um, uh, 12 o'clock Eastern Time and also 3 o'clock Eastern Time for anybody that's on the West Coast. And we're going okay. to be holding a webinar so people will be able to tune in, and I will actually be demonstrating and showing the balance tool so that they can then apply it to themselves and see if they're in balance or out of balance. Okay, so tell us again where we can go get that, because that sounds like a great resource. Yes, it's, uh, it's www, then write out the word National Work Life Balance Day, nationalworklifebalancedaycom And on that, um, you, you will basically go into a site where you will actually be able to take the Life Balance Self-Health Test, but then I'll actually show you the tool that you can use to figure out your own balance in life, figure out if you're in balance or out of balance, and then I'll discuss strategies on how you counterbalance, let's say you're way out of balance in a certain area, or you're slightly out of balance, how do you strategically and consciously and intentionally live your life so that you can counterbalance and bring yourself back into balance? Yes, we all need to know that. And one of the the economy being the way it is, a lot of people are out of balance because, you know, say for instance, like, you know, I told you about my husband who's been unemployed a bit um, after losing a job because of the situation that has been going on with companies struggling. So if you're going through a situation like that where you end up unemployed or you have a spouse die or you work with women who are homeless, how do you get in balance when you're having these really extremely trying situations. Yes. So so there are few, four points that I look at when we're creating a balance point in an human's life, and we look at any of us. We have to stay in balance in our minds and in our intellects. We have to stay in balance in our physical world. This is our health, and it's also our wealth. 
we need to stay in balance with our spirits. This is something bigger than us. And that if you're an atheist, that's okay. You can still be in balance. You have to say, are, are you in balance with something bigger than you? And then our emotions. What you are just relating to is a physical imbalance in the material world. Uh, that's your husband's, um, it could be a wealth point with the loss of a job, or it could be the death of a spouse. Again, a physical world, but then that affects emotional, it affects so many other things. When you're going through that kind of a loss, the question you then ask yourself is, okay, I'm out of balance. I acknowledge I'm out of balance. What can I do to consciously counterbalance and make myself, help myself to get through? So let me give you some examples. Um, uh, counterbalance of a death of a spouse. Um, sometimes people have to do things that make them feel happier, like going out and being with people. Now, they might not be ready initially, but it may come to the point where they have to handle it in, uh, emotionally, where they actually have to fill the hole in. Some people will go into spirit. They'll go to church. They'll counterbalance with church. Um, uh, people with financial difficulties. And believe it or not, in some of the homeless people, they say they're in balance. Even though they're homeless, they say they're financially in balance. It depends on the individual and how they look at it. They, they may need to counterbalance by learning some things, um, applying themselves on their minds, taking their minds off the problem. Um, Johnny Cash was a drug addict. He was, um, he was uh, basically almost drowned in his own food. He needed to use his spirit, uh, the love of his wife, and his mind to take him out of his addiction every single day. So it's consciously and intentionally using counterbalance strategies to bring yourself back into balance. Thank you for that, Mary. Again, tell people the places where they can go. National Work-Life Balance Day, October 17th, webinars by Mary, helping people strategize about their life, and also her book, Redesign or Design Your Own Destiny. So Design Your Own Destiny, yes. correct? Okay, Design so. Your Own Destiny, and then MaryAMalloy.com, M-O-L-L-O-Y. And national, say the website again? Work nationalworklifebalancedday.com. Beautiful. Beautiful, Mary. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And we're getting down to towards the end of the show, so I just want to say some wrap-up words. Maybe Russell has some wrap-up words to say. So the front half of the show, or the, the first segment, just wanted to add some comedy in there and tell you guys about some products that are out there, the, uh, the custom condoms, the custom condoms, and then numerology where you can figure out, okay, who am I based on your number, your vibrational frequency based on that. I wanted everybody to know that Dr. Felicia Bender is a psychologist, and this is something that she just ended up taking up and being quite talented at. And then we have Mary A. Malloy who now helps people get in balance. If you have any questions for me, please First, askdrveronica.com, askdrveronica.com. You can go there to ask a question, put it in a box, send it in, and that helps me get shows and answer your questions. Of course, at drveronica.com, you can read blogs by me, by our guests, on all types of interesting subjects related to health and wellness of mind, body, and spirit. And, of course, always on my homepage, on Facebook, Dr. Veronica Anderson, on Twitter, Dr. Veronica IMD. You can find me. I talk to you. Everything, um, I, I want to interact with my guests. I want to know, um, I want to interact with the people who are from around the world, which I thank you for continuing to listen. And I want ideas about what is going on out there in your mind. So especially on AskDrVeronica.com, there's some free reports. There's webinars about different subjects, AskDrVeronica.com, and also on DrVeronica.com. Go sign up for a mailing list. Newsletter will go out for you so that you can figure out how to live your life better. I bring people on the show week after week to try to give you choices, and that's exactly what life is, a choice. You have to choose to do it the way you want to do it. Mary is telling you, choose it, and there's ways that she will help you figure out how to choose. Russell, any, any final parting words that you would like to give us tonight? 
Um, not really. Um, you know, one thing I did think that we maybe forgot to mention about um, Benjamin Sherman and his condoms is that you don't only go and choose from uh, um, things that other people have considered uh, um, clever for certain occasions. You can you can go with your own design. And he will print it up with a minimum of 25 pieces. So you can go and get, you know, Anderson Family Reunion um, or whatever you think is appropriate. So I thought I'd throw that in, too. Yes. Well, I want to thank everybody again. Wellness for the Real World, Dr. Veronica and Russell. Join us again next week. We have another interesting show coming up. We're going to talk about transgender and related topics to that. Quite fascinating. Thank you, Russell. Thank you.